Hey guys, welcome back. Just a few things before we get started. Uh, don't forget, we have promo codes for the Omnia Radiation Balancer and these amazing foregrown pyramids made by our friend Mason Fury uh, over at his new company, Merlin's Lab. If you guys are looking for some uh, EMF protection, that's what both of these do. The Omnia patch you put on any radiating device that harmonizes the frequency, turns it into something beneficial for your body. It doesn't necessarily block the radiation. Uh, but it balances your energy field. Uh, and right now with the 5G and everything that's going on, it's not a bad idea to keep yourself protected. So you get 10% off of those patches and pendants, which they offer now for uh, with promo code TRUTH, all caps. That link is below. And you can also get 10% off of these pyramids, which come in a number of sizes with promo code JOURNEY TO TRUTH, all caps. That link is also below. Today, we are joined by Anthony Zender. He is a veteran of the U.S. Marine Corps. Um, he joined at age 18. In 2007, he found out he was a military abductee in the SSP, which later he found out that he was taken at age six for a project called Green Star, which is basically a CIA kidnapping project, which we want to get into. Um, we're going to get into a little bit, but welcome to the show. Uh, it's nice to have you on. Uh, thank you, Tyler. Thank you. It's Welcome. it's good to be on, uh, Aaron. Thank you very much. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to this because um, you guys are definitely a platform uh, for disclosure, you know, in the community, and um, it's uh, it's always an honor to be able to uh, tell um, my my experience. And thank you for giving me the the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I know it's been about six months since you've done an interview. Uh, you just recently did one. This is your second one back. So I'm excited to get into what, you, what you're going to bring today because uh, I've listened to you. You came out in 2016, I believe, with James Rink, and you've done some shows with Carrie Cassidy and some interviews in the past. And you actually just recently put out a video on Facebook, uh, on Facebook Live, which I thought was awesome because you were kind of discussing some of the current events and your thoughts on that. So I would like to just cover it all, you know, I, and I know you you want to share certain stuff. So I'll turn it over to you and let you kind of uh, introduce yourself a little better if you want to our audience who might not know who you are and then just share with us, you know, what you're compelled to share. Yeah, thank you very much. That's perfect. Um, <clears throat> just really uh, from the it's, it's really the best to start from the beginning, you know, um, explaining, um, uh, you know, my life and how I found out um, that I was involved in the secret space programs and um, putting together all the different pieces of my life, um, you know, uh, compartmentalizing everything that had been decompartmentalized. And um, that, um, you know, started out with me being born. I, I can't, I was born in 1985. Um, that is a prominent year, you know, for star seeds coming in the eighties was definitely um, a year for star seeds coming in. And um, obviously, star seeds have um, extraterrestrial origins. Um, you know, they've lived other places in the universe, and that would that would have to do with their DNA. And um, so that's where it started with me. And um, I was always, you know, uh, uh, pretty pretty extraordinary at everything I did. Um, you know, I was um, the the lead in the school play, and I was always physically talented. Um, you know, I, I got the presidential physical fitness award in elementary school. And, um, you know, I was, I was, you know, I was, I was enhanced, um, at that time. I didn't, I didn't know, um, be, but, um, uh, I was taken at six years old. 
um, that was the first time that I was that I was taken. And I actually remember uh, the screen memory of a uh, of a hand coming in and taking me out of my window. And um, that was actually uh, where Operation Grease Star was being used, um, which is a, a CIA cover for um, that's what they do to people is they fake an alien abduction um, when it's actually uh, a covert agency abducting people um, and taking them down to deep underground but military bases. So um, I remember actually that memory. And then I remember um, being in the deep underground military bases as well. Now, let me stop you real quick. Just let, I, I want to cover Green Star just a little bit. Um, I've heard you mention it in other interviews before, but like some of the actual tactics they use to, you know, take these children, obviously, you know, they're via abduction. But what's the purpose of it? Are they, you know, are they, can you go into that a little bit more if you have any details? Um, yeah, the, the purpose of it is to be able to uh, kidnap people covertly. <laughs> you know, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, so there's no trace of the kidnapping. So there can't be any, like, um, no one knowing um, about it. So um, they come in TR series crafts and um, they, they have the technology to be able to uh, do time um, dilation, time, time manipulation bubbles. And um, they actually come in and, and um, do uh, mind control and uh, memory implants um, when they take you. Um, and then, and then they, and then you go to the deep underground military bases. And um, I do remember um, being, being um, on the tables on um, operating tables um, like I was just, I was there and there were um, doctors um, over me. They were, um, you know, speaking um, and they were in white lab coats. And um, I also remember uh, being in uh, actually the, the movie Stranger Things is kind of uh, definitely hits home because uh, the, the, the room they have in there, I actually remember being in a room exactly like that with um, children. And we were um, practicing telekinesis on on bowls. We were moving bowls with our hands, and so um, that was me remembering being in the deep underground military bases when I was being um, taken, and I was being um, implanted. I was being um, genetically modified and enhanced um, uh, with um, all sorts of ET DNA, um, and then I would be uh, put back um, in my bed like nothing happened. And so um, that was happening all throughout my um, my my childhood. Like I would uh, I would wake up uh, with bloody noses. You know, I would I would wake up with bloody nose and periodically with bloody noses. And I thought I was just um, getting bloody noses, but that was actually when they were uh, abducting me. And that's interesting. Yeah, I used to yeah, have bloody noses a lot when I was a kid, but I never knew where they came from. I don't know. Uh, I get them randomly still in right. my whole life. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, you know, there's an explanation for everything. That's actually what I found out. You know, even though you do go through nature to get it, you get the explanation, you know. Um, and I, I really uncovered a lot of the secrets in my life behind um, the secrets in my life. Like um, my grandfather, actually, he was an um, engineer. Um, for the, uh, he was actually worked for Pratt and Whitney and he worked for United Technologies 
in Florida. And um, he could not talk about anything he was uh, involved in. You know, my grandma always told me stories about how he could never speak about um, what he was working on. And I, I did find out he actually has um, uh, patents on the internet. He actually, which this is a, actually a main component of the secret space program, which I actually uncovered because he actually designed the, uh, um, the this patents on the internet. He designed the, uh, the, the, the thrust control valve on a um, vertical takeoff and landing engine. And so he, the, 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 the ability to make, uh, you know, that, that makes um, aircraft be able to take vertically off. He actually designed the control valve for it, oh, wow. which is, you know, pretty, pretty major to um, the secret space program and just the technology that's used in it. So um, he, he was working on that. He worked on lasers. He worked on propulsion systems. He uh, helped design the uh, SR-71 Blackbird engine. And um, so he was involved like heavily. He, he, he worked in the Star Wars um, defense uh, he, on the SDI. Um, right. He worked on that, which, so he was working on lasers. So I'm sure he was involved in holograms and, um, you know, also things with uh, Blue Beam related. So um, I, know, I know he was very heavily involved in, in the secret space program. He couldn't talk about it at all. Well, it definitely um, runs in the family. I mean, anyone we talk to, if you if they do some digging, they find out, you know, they have family members in military or working for these corporations and and there's no accident that the offspring and the grandchildren are also involved, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's multi-generational and, you know, these people uh they do sign non-disclosure agreements. Um, you know, my obviously my grandpa signed a non-disclosure agreement cuz he couldn't say anything. Um, but then what happened in my life was um, basically what happened was I was growing up, you know, receiving these bloody noses. Um, um, but th at the same time, um, I was I was also being groomed as well for the military um, because uh, uh, what happened was I, I was just remember I was like a little child about five, five or six years old about when I was taken. Um, I would I would always go out in the courtyard and and play. Uh, with my friends. And then um, a group of brothers actually moved in um, to my mother, like right next to uh, right next to us. And they were all um, training to be pilots. They were all in the pilot uh, program at the university that they were in. And so what happened was my mom um, actually, you know, got married to one of them, which is I'm, I'm sure was part of the plan. Um, you know, because I like to say there's a lot of uh, adjustment bureau scenarios in my life where you know, there's things put into your life to steer you certain ways. Right. And um, th I, this, yeah. I agree with that 100%. And I think that happens yeah. more times than not. And they, and, uh, you know, obviously some people are just going to be like, oh, well, I, everything happens for a reason. And they think they're being like divinely guided, but not understanding this could be set up by a black budget program. Yeah, divine, divine or, guidance and covert operation, military operations can kind of go hand in hand with each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, because they're they're so um, like, like, you know, they're so out of the ordinary. Um, so uh, what happened to me was um, these brothers moved in and uh, I was influenced heavily um, because they were around me all the time. And I would always go to the um, uh, airport with them, you know, and I would be 
um, flying planes with them. I, fly, I flew Cessnas, Pipers, twin engines. Um, you know, I was always um, flying with them. And um, they actually were giving me um, flight simulators at the time too. You know, I was, I was playing flight simulators all the time, you know, just, just, uh, um, you know, all these different flight simulators and they were, uh, they were even gave, uh, giving me games like doom, you know, the game doom yeah. they, they gave me when I was like seven years old, you know, I remember the memory he came up and he's like, you know, I got you doom. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> um, you know, but, but it's like, I was like seven, you know, um, and uh, so I was getting I was getting um, groomed by 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 going up all the time and flying with them and being around aviation. And um, I'm, two of my um, uncles actually uh, were Marine Corps pilots. Um, they were combat pilots. Um, one flew um, the AV-8B Harrier um, and one flew uh, the F-18. And um, their squadrons were the uh, Black Sheep and the um, uh, Death Rattlers. And I was, uh, I always went on trips to the bases, um, you know, and was always going um, uh, around with them. Um, and what, what actually was really interesting one time that happened, um, which I thought I was just um, going on a, uh, you know, a, 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 a basically a, to go visit my uncle and aunt, which at the time, he was a captain in, in Myanmar and he was flying F-18s. And um, at the time I was, you know, being groomed, I was being taken to underground military bases. Um, uh, and I was taken, being taken on to like real bases too. And um, uh, they, they took me on base one day and um, they took me back to where my, where they took me into this room. And um, basically there was all these computers there and um, I was there with my uncle, um, who, who was, I was there with my uncle. And we basically went into this room and we walk out and we walk onto this, into this, into this huge dome, like it's a giant dome. And uh, there was an, there's a cockpit sitting in the middle of it suspended, um, you know, just suspended there. And it was a, it was a real, uh, it was real, it was a real cockpit. And um Basically, what happened was we got into the cockpit. My uncle got in behind me, and um, we started flying it around like it was a flight simulator. It was a extremely advanced flight simulator, and I was flying it around. And um, I just remember just you know seeing just everything look so real because it was just a giant dome. And um, I remember they're just saying, "Give him missiles," and you know they were giving me missiles to shoot. And um, basically, that was a, a, a. I actually found out that later, um, when I uncovered from my files, I was actually um, testing, uh, test piloting the F thirty five Lightning II technology at the time. So um, that was, yeah, that was like um, my my childhood um, up to up to uh, r right about sixteen, where I actually remember being taken up to Lunar Operations Command. Wow. So you were actually having all these experiences before you entered the military. And then, so you went, I'm curious. Okay. So talk about your LOC experience. And then I'm curious to know what your life looked like after joining the military and how that all transpired. Right. And I'm, that's what I'm doing is I'm, I'm keeping it on a timeline as best as I can, um, right. you know, just saying my timeline, but the whole thing about the super soldier timeline is, they keep taking you off your timeline. And so you're, you're living a whole nother life. 
and right. then they keep turning you back, you know? And so that's what I've been getting um, used to, you know, them, them taking me out and putting me back like um, all the time. So um, what happened was, um, you know, I was being groomed up until um, I, be I believe it was 16 um, was when they were uh, uh, grooming me till. Um, and then they took me up to the LOC. And I remember um, um, basically what I remember was I remember the earth, the earth just like disappearing, like going away from me. I remember being taken somewhere and I remember the earth just getting far away um, from, from uh, what I was seeing. And um, I remember being in um, at the LOC because I remember being in uh, rooms full of uh, like teenagers, like teenage children, um, actually just like what they show on the movie Iron Sky, like where they have the Nazis up on the moon. Um, and, and obviously I was having these memories back when I was, uh, 16, so it was before Iron Sky came out. Right. And that movie, um, tons of disclosure. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's really a lot, but, um, I had these memories that coincide with, with the movies. Um, so, uh, what happened was, um, I, I was in a classrooms full of, uh, teenagers and, um, I actually remember being, um, we, we were being taught, um, by Hitler on and Hitler was uh teaching us on a uh like this advanced screen they had an advanced screen in front of us and um Hitler was teaching us about Atlantis in that in that memory um that I had because what I've actually found is um you know Atlantis is really a good place to start you know when you start to unravel all the conspiracies and, and what's been hidden Atlantis is one of them one right. of the you know, mm -hmm. so um, we were getting taught about Atlantis, um, which is part of the, the true history of the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Atlantis, Lemuria, you know, oh, it, yeah. it ties in with Egypt. You even get into inner earth, hollow earth stuff. You know, it's all mm -hmm. it's all related. It's all related in history is nothing like what we're taught. The truth. It, it is. It is the truth. And, and right. obviously, you know, people in the secret space program that are being taken are, are being taught the truth, you know? Um, and, um, well, sometimes because I've heard, I've heard that other in other planets and it may be Mars, even like they're told the earth was destroyed in like 1949 or something by a cobalt right. bomb. So I mean, obviously that's not true. So, you know, it, it would just depend on what program and what, what class or what rank you are, I would say. Right. Right. Like, uh, you need to know, you know, right. you need to know. Is, is a big thing in the intelligence uh, community. But um, like what I, I, I just remember that memory. And then I actually remember uh, another memory where I was in a, a, a hangar bay. <laughs> I was in like a literal hangar bay. Um, and there was a, a Hennebu, a Hennebu three craft um, right, right next to us. There was, uh, if you know what the Hennebu three it's craft the German is. The, the German craft, right? One of the early ones. Or the, I guess it would be the third generation of their flying disc, flying saucer. Right. That that is right. That is right. And that was I remember it being right next to us. And um, there was actually a woman in front, um, a blonde woman, just like um, they show on uh, on Iron Sky, and she was giving us um, in, uh, instructions on the Hennebu. And I actually, I, uh, I, I recall that as well. And I believe that that memory was, uh, took place, um, at the LOC. 
um, when we were uh, being taken up there and being trained like uh, they, the movie Ender's Game is uh, a good um, movie, like, because um, I, I have a lot of disclosure movies that I make references to, to bring, you know, uh, reality in, into to what I'm saying more. Um, and Ender's Game is one of them because, you know, they take children and they train them um, militarily to go fight uh, wars, which I, I remember. And um, ever since I've been having my memories come back in, in, in my total recall. So um, what, 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 what happened was um, I was being taken to LOC and um, returned back and um, you know, in this life, I, I, I was being groomed, uh, my, seeing my, my uncles in the Marines um, definitely uh, uh, gr- like inspired me to join the Marines. <laughs> you know, that, that's, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's what th- was part of the programming. So, you know, because I, I, always, I always saw them in their, their dress blues and, you know, they were always, um, you know, sending me all their squadron patches and, um, you know, so I was, I was getting very groomed. I, I was uh, studying all the uh, different types of aircraft um, very heavily. And um, so I, I ended up joining the Marines after I got out of, uh, of high school. Um, and, you know, in high school, I was, uh, I did, I did well in high school. I, I really didn't actually, I really actually really didn't care very well. I just kind of made it through, right. you know, I, I wasn't trying to get 4.0s or anything like that, but, um, I did, uh, wrestle and that was really my, my beginning in my martial arts. Um, I, I, uh, went 120 and 18 in my matches um, which is pretty exceptional. And I ended up winning a state championship my senior year and uh, going undefeated. Um, so I was, a, I was, a, I, I, I'm, I'm a good wrestler. And that, that's part of my martial arts background. Um, martial so, arts is, is good in general, as far as like developing your abilities and like, it's almost meditative in itself. It's, just, it's, uh, you're working with energies and, and learning, you know, practice. Everything it's a spiritual practice, yeah. Spiritual, yeah. I was I was going to say that. And you know, for the for the world, martial arts and dancing and you know, music and stuff like that, you know, we need to bring that more in. Um, and martial arts is a spiritual practice. So um that's when my martial arts started coming back to me. It didn't really start coming back to me more until I got out of the Marines. Um, but um I I did go into the Marines. Um I joined the Marine Corps and um when I was 18 years old. And um, I, I didn't know that this was being influenced by um, being in the secret space program. And um, uh, so I, I, I became infantry. I was, uh, I was infantry because, you know, in my mind, I've always wanted, you know, I've always wanted to be uh, the best, you know, and I've always wanted to be the, mo- the, you know, the, I didn't know it involved taking people out, you know, um, but it does. So um, I joined infantry and uh, went through that school and uh, went, got deployed to Iraq and um, went to Fallujah and um, uh, went through uh, deployment in Fallujah and actually got uh, uh, experience in Operation Iraqi Freedom. And uh, then I uh, did my, uh, I got um, out of um, Iraq, thank God. I made it, I made it out. Um, my, my actual, my best friend didn't, um, he actually was my roommate 
and he got hit, you know, an IED, uh, he got hit with an IED. Um, so, you know, things, you know, uh, there are people dying, you know, in these wars that are, people were, were going to fight for, you know, stargates and, you know, being told, you know, that we're going to fight terrorism, you know, in 9-11, which are actually isn't true, you know, mm-hmm. which I found yeah. out later. Um, but um, I, I did, I did uh, end up getting out of uh, the war and uh, I finished out my Marine Corps career. Um, I joined the Marine Corps wrestling team and uh, I got um, discharged uh, honorably from the, the Marine Corps. Uh, when I was 22 and um, I was that that's when I got discharged. And then that's when the real uh, journey to truth began down the rabbit hole began. So that's where I really get in. Uh, that's yeah, that's where I really get into uh, where I start to uh, take the hero's journey and where I took the red pill and uh, my, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, and I'm sure a lot of recall started coming back after that. Um you know, so many, I mean, how often would you say recall happens for you? Is this, does it still happening today? Or was it just a period of your life that you had all these memories come back? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, because uh, since I've been little, I've always been able to remember my dreams and, uh, you know, have access to the Akashic field and, you know, quant in the soul because the memory is in the soul. And, you know, our dreams, that's what we, we're connected to our soul. So when we dream, we're remembering past lives. We're remembering, um, you know, secret space program experiences. Uh, we're having dreams. And um, I didn't find that out till later in my life when I, when I started to, to learn my spiritual practice. Um, and so I've always been able to remember my dreams. And I, 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 I obviously was remembering things um, in my life, um, but it wasn't until I got out of the Marine Corps, um, that I started having, uh, very, very, um, what supernatural experiences, um, you know, um, uh, in my dreams, I I was starting to, uh, I had an experience where I got abducted and, um, what I, uh, remember was I, I remember being laying there and then I remember being sucked into a tube of light, like my consciousness, was being sucked into a tube of light. And I remember, remember seeing this tube of light and it looks like the, uh, the, the light in, 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 in uh, Tomorrowland when you go on Space Mountain, when you go down the, 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 the hole in Space Mountain. And I just remember being abducted and, and taken and sucked into a tube of light. And um, then I actually remember being returned. And I, I, I actually, I, I, I now remember that was, that, that was me being um, taken for, uh, I don't know how long, but um, I, I actually remember. Now, do you um, think that I, is just an abduction of the consciousness or is this a physical body abduction? Because this is something that I hear a lot. Like I've even had experiences where I know I was gone and I was taken, but I'm pretty sure my physical body was stayed in bed. Right. And but they abduct the consciousness. How does that work as far as you? understand? Right. Yeah. And, and that 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 is what I've been um trying to understand because I, I've been um, um, understanding the abduction. Uh, but once they take you physically um, as a child, um, you know, and they and they start to do all the, uh, you know, what they do in the dumps, uh, they don't have to take you physically anymore. Like that, that's what I what I understand. Um, because the, uh, the, the, I couldn't get it to work. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, 
then then once once they they don't have to take you physically anymore and um so that's why uh i i just experienced my uh consciousness being right um, taken, you know right. after after they they initially uh do do it now have you noticed since your memories coming back like you you being targeted or watched or do you feel yeah that's that's a good question and i was gonna get into that because you're you're just actually hitting on everything that i actually you know kind of like wrote down a little bit on on the main because i wanted to to remember what to talk about um but that's that's when um it began actually the targeting uh was when i started to remember uh what was going on and that was that was when i got out of the marine corps um and and i was experiencing getting abducted and that was uh, that was when I actually went into um, the the VA, the Veterans Affairs, you know, to 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 talk to somebody um, uh, about what was going on with me. And um, what 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 happened was uh, I was reading books on extrasensory perception, and you know I, I was already reading books about ETs and everything else. But um, I remember uh, going into the uh, the the office to talk to the psychiatrist. Um, with an extrasensory perception book in my hand. And, um, you know, he he talked to me for a little bit and, you know, we didn't talk too much about the the war or anything like that. I uh, I just talked about what I was experiencing in my dreams and, um, you know, these memories and being on battlefields and, um, you know, um, being abducted and, and you know, um, what what happened was he he basically gave me some calming down techniques and then he uh, he he told me to return uh, uh, again the next week, the following week. Hmm. And um, what was happening to me was I was starting to remember. And um, what happened was I went in the following week, and there was a uh, there was actually a, a a man waiting there in the in the waiting room, like uh, like, and he was talking to this other guy. But when I when I got into the waiting room, um, that that you know this is how the I'm talking about the targeting now, right. Um, like when he got into the waiting room, um, he, he, he came up to me and, um, he introduced himself and he said he was, um, you know, Lieutenant commander such and such, and he was in the Navy and, um, you know, he had been on, um, all these subs before and aircraft carriers. And he was just talking about all this military talk. And, you know, it's actually funny now is I actually didn't see the psychiatrist a second time. I remember now. I, I actually didn't uh, see the psychiatrist a second time. I saw this um, this this guy from the government, which was my first, you know, initial um, you know government visit um, that I had because he um, he came talked to me and started talking about military stuff. Then he he took me to the side and um, we sat down and um, he started talking about really sensitive um, information, like um, he. He said to me, um, the first thing he said to me, he, he said, you know how easy it would be to get a nu nuclear bomb into the United States. You, you know, he said, all you'd have to do is row to shore. And um, he also said, if it were up to him, he would assassinate the, the, the president of Iran. And, um, and that was like, I was just kind of sitting there, like, you know, not really knowing what was going on, but he was talking about sensitive things. And uh, he said, you know, and that's all just the tip of the iceberg. And um, I, I remember feeling uh, feeling around me. It was like a prink, a prickly, uh, tingly feeling around me um, when he when he was around me. 
Um, uh, and so what happened was I was writing a book at the time and he gave me a card and he said, um, we should meet for dinner so um, we can talk about the book that I was writing. Um, and um, I, I told him, okay, um, but I never actually followed through on meeting him. <laughs> so what, what actually to continue the story, um, and I'm gonna stop here though, is uh, for, for this, is um, that same guy uh, ended up showing up um, in a church uh, that I was going to like um, about like three weeks later, he, he showed up um, at a church I was going to and he was talking to someone that I knew from high school who wrestled. So obviously he had information, you know, he had information. So he was talking to someone I knew who wrestled. And um, after the, the, the church meeting, he uh, basically said, do I need a ride home? And I, I did need a ride home at the time. And I got into his car and he was kind of like a, a beat up kind of old truck. And um, I, I asked him, I, I'm like, what, so what do you do for a living? Like, like, what do you do? And he, he said he was a berry farmer is what he told me. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, <laughs> which, you know, was, was interesting, but we, uh, we started talking about military stuff again um, on the way back. And then, and then he, and then he dropped the bomb, like he dropped the bomb on me. And then he's like, you know, and he's like, but you know what I've always really been interested in? is uh is aliens and uh and but at the time i i hadn't recalled much yet about anything so um i think he was kind of testing the waters um to see what i had uh was recalling um, mm-hmm. at that time and that was about that was about when i was uh around 20 25 years old so right and that's very interesting you also mentioned in one of your interviews about um traveling to Hawaii and encountering somebody in Hawaii who uh, played a similar role. Um, am I mistaken about that? Um, no, no, no. I, I, I did. I did go to Hawaii at that time. Um, <laughs> that was just uh, uh, another, another, uh, you know, mission and a memory that I was involved in because I, I, I went to Hawaii and actually met another um, TI there, another, another targeted individual. Um, who, you know, I, I had been, um, who, who actually, whose son um, was um, being subjected to B2K and, and, and all that. So they were, they were aware of, of, of what was going on, um, you know, and what they don't want is um, us getting together, you know, um, like targeted individuals. They don't want um, us getting together and being able to talk about, you know, what we're experiencing um, because, part of the whole targeted individual uh, operation is to, you know, defame, discredit, um, uh, you know, um, and everything so that you're, you're not take, taken seriously. Right. So they, yeah. Well, who did you encounter in Hawaii though? Didn't you, didn't you say you encountered like somebody at the airport, um, a military man, or am I mistaken? No, no, no. I, I, I did. I did. I, I'm just trying to recall the memory. I'm just trying to, I don't, I remember a lot, but I don't remember everything. Right. Um, but you know, I, I, about Hawaii though, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of targeting going on because while I was staying there, um, you know, we, we had, um, you know, cars driving by all the time and I was basically staying out on, on a lava pit. You know, and then we were having drones flying over. Um, so, so there's a lot of uh, in in getting hit in getting hit by 
directed energy weapons all the time. Yeah. Um, we were we were being subjected to that um, when I was in Hawaii. So uh, that was that was uh, you know I'm I'm always under being targeted, always being watched. Mm-hmm. Um, so they uh, because of uh, being able to uh, let out information uh, that could be um, uh, change the timeline per se because. The more I speak, um, you know, and the more people are around me, I'm able to uh, explain a reality um, that that a lot of people um, aren't quite uh, uh, quite quite ready to uh, accept. Right. Well, that that's because the reality that's been given to us or made for us isn't yeah. reality at all. There, there's there is there is there's way more going me on than meets the eye and. Um, I just like, like, that's what I'm saying is I, I, that's when I, when, when I started remembering, um, my, all my memories, um, after I got out of the Marine Corps, I'm trying to stay on the timeline. Sure. Um, cause it's easier for me to remember that way. Right. It's, you know, it's, it's way easier. So, um, you know, when I was 25, I got out, I, I was being approached, I was being targeted. Um, but I was having the memories come back of, um, just, uh, uh, you know, being, being involved in like, like seeing myself, like, I remember one time I saw myself sitting in Lotus position and I had a, this interface over my head and I was flying, I was flying a ship, you know, um, like, and then, and, and that, that, that's when I was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, what is this? What am I seeing? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it was, it was one of my, you know, because I do have um, clones and, and alters because part of the technology um, that, 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 that is, is, is I'm being involved in that they start with when you're a kid, when they take you um, is, is cloning you, you know what I'm saying? So they can do consciousness transfer, you know, when, when you, when you have to, uh, when you, when you get called up for a mission, when you have to do a mission, um, you will be most like for the uh ones that i work for they use consciousness transfer into mm-hmm. clone bodies so i will i will have when my memories come back i will be remembering um actual things that are going on in a clone body but my consciousness is actually recalling the memory right. because part of the tech it's a it's a soul fragment thing that they that, that you're connected with your soul with these right. alters and 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 stuff so so that's something I always we've brought up many times, but I always I definitely know the clones are heavily involved in making the secret space program even possible. But I, I also wonder <laughs> they weren't they weren't because I remember dying so many times, man. You have no idea. Right. Like just uh it's crazy. Well, and like movies depict that all the time, like Starship Troopers for one. Like they they're always getting hurt and that di- killed or their legs and arms chopped off and then they're regenerated and put right back in the battle. You know, that's disclosure of that stuff. And I, but I also wonder, like, is there any scenario where they actually abduct the physical body? You, you yourself go through a 20 year program and then are brought regressed and brought back and there is no clone involved. I, I wonder if that happens also. I think if there's, there's probably has to be a number of different corporations that have their own secret space programs. They probably all have their own way of doing things. So 
That's that. That is a good question, and and the answer that I am getting because when I am answering these questions, I don't know the answer to everything. I definitely don't. I'm just saying what resonates right. um, with what you're saying. So I actually do think that they do take that. That well, they do take you. Uh, for they they actually physically abduct you. I mean, they're it's it's sometimes it's different. It's it's based on the scenario um, mm-hmm. that that it's being used for. But, but I do believe that basically when they're taking you for 20 and backs, they're physically abducting you into a different timeline. And then they're, they're actually returning you like physically back to the time when you were taken. Mm -hmm. So I think that you are getting taken for 20 years, but it doesn't even seem like any time went to anybody else when you're taken because you're being involved in in time travel when you're being put back. So I have a question. I have a question real quick. Does that, so can they just keep doing that indefinitely or does that start deteriorating your, your body and mentally? Cause I've heard people say like at a certain point you you're, like you're expired with that. Like they can't do it anymore. Um, is that a thing? Yeah. Um, that's, that's a good question too, because I think that that is a thing. Um, I think that the thing, um, I think I'm, I think I'm still obviously involved. Actually, I know I'm still involved because I, I, I'm, I'm quantumly connected to myself in the future, you know, being taken. Mm-hmm. So I'm, ex- I'm, I'm experiencing uh, myself in the future on a parallel timeline. Um, so, but I think, I, I do think that um, there's a, there's a limit uh, to how many times they can do it, but I, mm-hmm. uh, I, they haven't, they haven't obviously reached it um, with me yet because I, I am, I'm absolutely sure I'm still being involved in, in missions. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Also, you were born in 85. I was born in 86. There's I was 87. 87. Like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> and, that's what I'm saying. The 80s for 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 time travelers, for star seeds, you know, it, it's the early 80s where we started coming in. Right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And I've been having similar stuff, memories, if you want to call them memories, dreams, experiences, whatever, come back, you know, and it's just like, where is this coming from? It's all out of context, you know? So I understand your timeline method because if you don't, it's very confusing and you don't even know what altar these memories are coming from. So you have to start making sense of it all. Yep. That's the journey. That's the journey to truth, man. Like, right. like, I, and that, that's what I'm, 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 I'm constantly doing, you know, it's, it's going to be a lifetime thing. Um, you know, remembering memories, experiencing all the synchronicities that are happening in my life that I, that I see are happening because I've been put back in time. So I can see things happening in the timeline that are indicative of what's going on in the future. Like, uh, which one of the movies that I, um, you know, like to refer to is the movie paycheck, uh, because they actually show in that movie, um, paycheck, uh, he's working for a corporation where he's involved in black operations, where he's getting his mind erased. Um, and so, but he, he obviously is aware of this. Um, he becomes aware of this and then he leaves himself clues, um, when he gets his mind, his, his mind erased. Um, mm. so that's what I'm experiencing in, in, in my total recall experience of being in the secret space program. Um, so right. it's, it, it's crazy. It's crazy, but it's happening every day, like, um, more and more, um, as time goes on here, um, more and more things are happening that are that are showing that um the future is definitely uh, uh coming and- right and it 
all of this is makes it very apparent that this is a temporal war, right? Like this is a timeline war and they're using these technologies in these black budget programs, but they're also using them covertly on the main stage here in the world stage. You know, there's a massive temporal war going on. And Tenet, the movie Tenant is, is good. At yeah, I've seen that. I've yeah, that's good. Like, because if, if, if any, because time traveling, time travel is obviously the most confusing thing in the world mm-hmm. because, because it's in, in, in the world that we used to live in, it used to be, it wasn't possible. But, but, but now that we're living in a reality where it is possible, um, understanding it is like the beginning to understanding like what's going on um, in, in, in time and, and where we are like in it so um right. it's confusing it's confusing but it's it's um you know the more and more you study the more and more you get in it uh the the, the deeper that that the rabbit hole goes you know because once you take the red pill uh you can't go back and it's a real thing because i actually remember um my star family the arcturians giving me the red pill um when i was red so yeah nice Time travel is interesting because it's also very dangerous. And we've heard like uh, Andrew Bashago talk about Project Pegasus and all the dangers involved in, in that pro- project. But there's been so many other people who've come forward talking about time travel. And like there's a lot of laws in place, actually, because you can really screw up a timeline uh, if you don't know what you're doing and if you're not careful with it. And if you go back and alter something, you're creating essentially another parallel universe, a parallel timeline. And good, good show for that is the Umbrella Academy. Like all, all of these concepts, great. yeah, all of these concepts they're hitting in, and and all of the things that they're they're showing. They're, oh, yeah, they're shows, yeah, they're TV shows and stuff. But the the content that they're that they're showing are 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 is the disclosure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and in that movie, that's exactly that's exactly what they go into is time traveling and how you can mess it up and how they can uh, create parallel. Uh, timelines and realities and everything Hmm. um so which is what we're experiencing which is what we're in the middle of we're in the middle of the war you know right um so yeah a a bunch of different three letter agencies trying to get that's the thing is like this that's the thing is like um when when i uh got woken up to this i i my grandmother actually she she was always aware of this like my grandmother the elder she is the elder of the family Mm -hmm. man she knew that this was coming before anyone else did like uh you know she was the crazy one but she knew she has all these books on saint germain all these books on palladians all these like she knew about all the all the stuff with the the government big brother she knew about all this way before um Mm -hmm. any so i was i was i was subjected to her you know knowing about so um like I knew about it. And so, um, like, so what's, what's important and done is, oh, I forgot where I was going with that. Um, we were with, talking about timelines, agendas, yeah, with, uh, with, okay. Yeah. With, uh, Graham. Okay. Yeah. With knowing about what's coming because, uh, in, in, in the mystery school that I'm in, um, it's called Ramtha's, um, school of enlightenment. And that's a very mm-hmm. important, um, a very important point I want to bring up, though, because I've uh, Ramtha is a, a is a guide of mine, and and Ramtha comes in to my dreams and gives me amazing dreams, like all these beautiful dreams where we're laughing and in these beautiful, you know, rose bush gardens and you know all these. So he's he's with me, and so so because I'm 
very involved in that school. And so is my grandmother. And, and she has actually done um, the disciplines that they do in the school about remote viewing and actually like going and, and creating an image on a card and then being blindfolded and then being able to, on a football sides field towards 100 people, be, be drawn towards that card and um, blindfolded. And she, and she did it twice. And she actually, because um, she actually presented it to Ramta um, and Ramta said to her, see, see master, you did it in spite of yourself is what Ramta said. So, but that school is very important because all the information he has um, talks about everything that's going on. He, he has a book called The Last, the Last Waltz of the Tyrants, um, which is about the fall of the cabal, which he wrote in back, which is he wrote back in like seven, or back in 83. You know what I'm saying? And he was, he was always telling all of the people in his school to be ready for this time, to have food, water, a store, you know, a, a safe place to stay because you can't depend on, on the government. You know, I mean, so, so we're in that time now, in the time of times that, that, that was being talked about in that mystery school. So, and he said the most important part um, through all the books, like, cause he has so many books, so many things where he's talking, like the bookstores filled with books on quantum physics and the future, like healing, um, just everything about the future. And um, because he's, he's teaching us now what's coming. And um, so it's important because he said to make it through this time, um, because he said even before COVID came, he said there are viruses coming to the West, you know, and and bam, then COVID hits. And then so they can't tell us everything like when it's supposed to happen, but it's it's unfolding. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and we're, and we're getting through it. And, and that's what he said is the most important part is to get through it, to make it through it, which is this is the craziest time ever. And to, to get to the other side where we actually experience uh, the technology that's going to that that and, and yeah. everything else like Jessera, Nessera, all that. Right. And it, well, it's important too. you mentioned in your recent Facebook live about like learning how to survive, not just like physically, but mentally right now, because it, I mean, if you don't understand, if you're not going through an awakening and you don't understand what's happening. Uh, it's very scary out there because you don't, you think everything's just going to hell, but obviously, you know, there's a much bigger picture, but it's learning how to like mentally uh, have the awareness to, to be able to survive and thrive right now with, without living in fear. In in the school, the, the premise of the school is conquering yourself and that, that allows it. So you have no fear and that that that's the whole premise of the school so that's what they teach is how to how to do that through meditation through the shadow work through all of that um which i'm i'm not saying i'm i'm a master because there there's still work there's always still work um but you know being being mentally physically spiritually and emotionally uh prepared and strong um you know to get through these times uh so we can we can get through to the other side because yes it does seem like everything's going to shit and there's no hope at the end of the tunnel, but it's going to be worth it. Like to get to the end of the tunnel. And yes, it's like, it's, it's in debate. Like when that time is, you know what I'm saying? Like when right. the time is, but we can, we can see it's coming because like things that are happening right now, like the, um, the bricks make, making their new currency um, to, 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 to get out the, the, and then like all the, all the people that are resigning, like Macron, from France is going to resign and all these residents happening. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's definitely happening. 
So right. we just have to, yeah. It's happening if you know what to look for. Yeah. If, if you yeah. know what to look for, you can see it is what I should say. Um, going back to your story a little bit, I, I know you've mentioned before you've had some memories with Max Spears. Uh, and I was wondering if you're willing to share any of those. Just with uh, those, I, I'm just a little foggy on those on those memories with Max Spears, but I, I do have memories and I do have served with Max Spears. So interesting, but I can't I can't get too much into that because I don't remember enough, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know if you're aware of the movie that just came out called The Gray Man on Netflix. <laughs> That's funny that you say that. <laughs> Because I just that, watched that last night. So yeah, I just you, watched that. Do you know? So apparently that was a, a movie script that was supposed to be given to Max. And well, the thing is, is yeah, because it's exactly he, what the kind the it's exactly what we do. So right. and he's referenced three times in that movie, if you if you know what to look for. Because uh he's referenced as Max whenever Ryan Gosling calls his handler, he answers the phone as Max barbecue or something. But then they talk about, they have this whole conversation about Max and he's like, Max is no longer here. They're kind of joking around, but they're talking about Max Spears. Then they refer to Ryan Gosling as sunshine, Mr. Sunshine, which is what Max said his trigger word was. And then they also refer to him as Kendall in the movie. And, and Kendall is a part of project mannequin that Ryan Gosling and Max Spears, James Caspel, and all that they were a part of, and which involved them genetically altering 40, or basically growing, making 42 blood brothers. Like, basically, as a program where um, they were all grown in a lab, Max, James, and I think Ryan Gosling was one of them, but the number 42 comes up a lot in that movie also, and I think they're referring to the number of brothers that were created in that program. There's a lot to look for in that movie if you know what you're looking for. That's 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 something. That's definitely something. So thank thank you for enlightening me to that. That's a nice little piece of information. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the thing is like I said, the, those are the kind of memories that that the missions that we're involved in definitely, and that that like when I started getting my memories back, it was it was memories like those when I was definitely. I mean I mean there's there's a lot of different there's infiltration there's espionage there's um assassination but there's also um you know escort there's uh rescue there's all those different types of missions and all of those started coming back to me and like just to get into one uh <laughs> just to get into one you know uh is is just like um i do remember um going uh it was a a, a rescue mission where we were um this was definitely um, on another planet, like, because it, it takes place on this planet on, you know, everywhere, um, different dimensions, it's everywhere. So but this was one or, you know, um, but, but this wasn't on, on another planet, because it was next to the, uh, the, the ocean. And I remember the structures were very, you know, futuristic looking. Um, so uh, that where, where we were, but I remember we were evacuating the planet because the they were going to destroy it. Um, and I actually got this confirmed by Peter and everything later, uh, but they were going to destroy it because I actually remember them destroying it because I remember them um, being on the planet and we're evacuating the people out of the city. And I remember um, going into the city and um, them discharging the weapon uh, to destroy the planet. And I just remember this huge like array of energy going up in the air like I, I was purple or something like that. 
And then it just came down in, in like, again, into the, um, onto the planet. And then just this, this giant wave just starts coming towards the city. And um, I'm definitely in the city. And this is what I'm talking about with like remembering dying and stuff like that, because there are many memories where I have, where it's just like, you know, it gets cut out Mm -hmm. Um, where, but uh, like in this memory, so the, the wave is coming towards the city and um, I'm in the city and I'm in the, I'm actually in this advanced city. And um, I remember the wave came to hit um, the, the building I was in. And I remember just hitting the ground and, the whole everything just stopping around me just like literally stopping and slowing down and it just slowed down to like a very slow time time speed and like just glassed and and i remember seeing like light glints and all these things like around me and it was just this crazy experience and everything slowed down and then i was able to run over to a, a female and then i was able able to jump over onto her and then i remember the blast going over me and then I remember that that's when I woke up from that memory. And um, that was uh, that was one of my experiences as and then I found out later um, from Peter, the insider, um, you know, when I got f- access to my files, you know, through James Rink and then uh, being connected with Peter, I, I talked to Peter about it and stuff like that. And, you know, learned about uh, the game Quantum Break, where they actually mm-hmm. show uh, the the ability that I experienced and I experienced that ability because the same effect that goes on around him, I experienced it around me in that experience. Mm. So, so do you ever wake up with physical ramifications from anything that was happened to your clone? Or I know obviously there's an emotional toll that having these recalls takes on you. Also, you might not be a parent at first, but that's all in your subconscious now. And some of it can be traumatic. How do you deal with that stuff? Yeah, that is a good question um, because the emotional toll is the is the way that I you know plus the physical, but I I deal with that with meditation, you know, and martial arts. Uh, it keeps me healthy, and um, you know, I I don't have that I don't have that much of a problem with physical. I don't have any problem with physical ailments. Um, it's just the emotional things of going through these experiences, which are pretty shocking and jarring, because you go through the fear. Um, you go, you, you definitely go through it and that stays in your soul. And that's like a post-traumatic stress thing, but, um, it's, it's healing through that, you know, uh, realizing that they happen, but healing the feeling, uh, behind it, you know? So I remember that memory and just like, just, just another one, um, just, just another one real quick. Um, this just is like, uh, one memory was, uh, obviously this was an infiltration mission where I was um, infiltrated into, uh, obviously I was in a, I was in a high uh, sky rise, um, a high, a very, very, very beautiful sky rise building. This, this was probably in the future, probably on another planet, you know, it definitely wasn't here. So um, I was there, but um, I was probably stealing something. Um, a lot of these missions I'm infiltrated because I'm always running away. I'm always escaping something. Um, I have a lot of memory stories about that. Um, but in this one, I was running away. I was escaping. And I remember running down this hallway and I remember getting into this elevator. And then I remember posting up against the door, you know, of the elevator where the elevator shuts, you know, to get some cover. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, bullet holes riddling through the door, you know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm covered up and bullet holes were going through the door. 
And then I remember uh, they cut the 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 cable of the they, of the elevator. They cut the cable, and then so I fell like a hundred stories down the bottom, um, but I was still alive and I was still good. And then I remember getting out, and there was just um, all these agents all over the place. And then I went into um, my runner mode where I just started running all over the place really fast. And I started running over the walls and just doing gun kata on the walls and just killing everybody. And then I woke up from that memory. So, wow. Wow. Yeah. This is, it's fascinating because I was laughing whenever you said you, you seem to get infiltrated a lot during your missions. That's how, when I remember stuff, it's the same, like there's been times where I specifically like, I get caught. I'm like, oh shit. Like, what do I do? You know, I got to run or take off. So it seems like in my case, I, whenever I had those memories, I was very new to it. Like it, I like it was like I was kind of thrown on this mission without much experience, and then like they just kind of leave you to fend for yourself. Almost. Yeah, your 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 consciousness will get more used to it over time, you know. Uh, right. But but I, I have experienced the experience where you're in it and you're just like, what's going on? What you know? But um, you you do get more used to it as you remember more, right? And, comes back and um just one more one more mission uh recall was um just for a, another another just just to solidify the, the the missions um was uh uh where i was involved in time travel where i found out i was involved in time travel because uh you know when you're you can go back and look at certain things in the mission that lets you know that you were involved in time travel mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying uh because of things that are in in your in your memory so um, in this memory, we were being infiltrated into a Nazi base. Uh, uh, but I remember being caught um, and I, we're, I remember being caught and I remember being um, uh, basically imprisoned. But I remember escaping from them. And then I just actually remember looking out this window and seeing this trapezoidal window. So obviously this base was advanced, you know, because it was a trapezoidal window. So it was a definitely like a secret Nazi base. And um, it was a trapezoidal little window. And I looked out and saw this giant, like, electromagnetic dish array. Um, and, and I was just like, whoa, that's crazy. And then I remember getting tased. And they caught me again. And then so um, I, I remember escaping again. But then what I remember is I remember we got onto a, a, a transport plane, an old World War II transport plane. Um, me and the rest of my, um, my crew that was with us. And we actually took that plane, taxied it down the, 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 the runway, took it off, and then they scrambled um, some Messerschmitt fighters. They were Messerschmitts. So it was definitely World War II era. And so they were Messerschmitt fighters, and then they were, they were you know, doing their move maneuvers around us, and then they shot us down. And that's when my memory ended of that. Right. So a lot of right. this stuff we're infiltrated in, but we don't, we don't come back. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we do, but we do. But if we do come back, that's what happens though, is the clone and everything, if it does come back, it get your memory gets wiped. Well, your memory gets wiped regardless. But um, like I do remember the trip chair and I remember my memory getting wiped. Um, but um it, explain it, it that chair. It, so right. it, the chair is something where they put you to wipe your memory. Is that right? Right. Yes. 
Um, yeah, I, I do remember um, some memories of the chip chair. Uh, I remember walking in, um, you know, to this uh, room, you know, and it was like very white. It was very white and there were scientists around the room and there was a chair that looked like the chair from Total Recall, um, the new one in it. I mean, they, they show you in that movie what's up. Yeah. And literally that chair look, was right there. And I remember walking up to it. And that was when one of the times when they erased my memories. And I also remember um, one of the times when they erased my memories, when they sent me back um, in, in time, because I remember talking to a whole bunch of executives, you know, because there's a lot of uh, memories that I have where I'm talking to like heads, like heads of state and executives and like ETs and, and, and people that are like, you know, that people don't even know about because they're heads of corporations that are secret. And um, I remember talking um, to, to some, some people and then getting erased and then sent back in time. They, they told me what I was doing was, was, was helping and changing everything. And then, and then that was the memory of that. Mm. So do you have you said, and you said, you remember your, your memories too, about the being runner and, and, and a lot of these corporations, you know, what they're involved in is, is espionage right. and, you know, whether it be for the good or for the bad which I actually found out um, through my files, like through doing all the searching that I was doing um, and remembering, I found out that I was actually doing what would be labeled as good things that are doing the best thing, you know, for the, for the best outcome. Right. Well, that's what they're, that's what everyone's probably told, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're doing this for the betterment yeah. of humanity or whatever. Um, so do you have any like inkling of what, the actual like were you part of Kruger like do you know any of the program names that you were a part of or does that kind of foggy uh yeah the, that, that's that's where I like what because the like going back into the I'll, I'll you know the whole whole thing of information comes you know when you when you wake up to being a my lab when you wake up to being a target individual you will you will start to see start to notice black helicopters that will be the beginning of of your awakening um, and then you'll, so you'll start to see the black helicopters. And then once you start to see the black helicopters, you'll start to get all sorts of uh, air traffic activity around you. You know what I'm saying? So what I, what, what, what happened to me? And I will, I will go back into what I found out about Kruger and Monarch and all that and who, I, who I'm, who I'm a part of. Um, but this, this, this does lead up to that because it's important. Um, you know, once you find out you're in my lab, you, you get the black helicopters that's what I got in my life. Um, I was wondering what was going on. So I did my searching. Um, you know, I obviously read all the books about conspiracies, did, did, you know, about spirituality, went through that whole entire process. Um, and then, you know, I, I did find, I did come upon James Rink, you know, James Rink was, uh, who I did come upon and he did have, you know, the most prevalent information about explaining, uh, you know, what being a, a super soldier was. And, um, through, through that, you know, um, because what, what I, what, what was happening to me was I was, I was being, I'm always followed around by the TR series craft that are, that are taking, you know, um, that are in, and, and, and they're always, they're, they're, they're everywhere. So, um, what, what, what is important to, is I found James and then I was one, I wanted, I was looking for answers and then I got them from James. And then that's when I met Peter, the insider. And um, when I met Peter, the insider, you know, that was actually who I was looking for to really, really find out, like, 
what was behind all this. And that was when I found out about the ACIO. And that was actually when I found out about all the corporations. And um, that is actually, and I, that is actually when I found out that I uh, am a runner for Kruger. I work for Kruger, but I, 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 I infiltrate every single corporation that there is, you know, um, Monarch, Cyberlife, um, uh, you know, uh, just every, every corporation that there is, I, I'm involved in infiltrating them. Right. For the so, ACIO and like for the ACIO, that, yeah. because that, that's, that's, that's who I'm involved with. I've also heard that black helicopters are also TR-3Bs in they disguise. Are. They are. Like that is actually the most important, like the most important thing to realize and understand is that is that is that fact right there because that is going to wake you up to a whole new world because you if if you look at out at the sky right now you know what i'm saying you will see planes flying around but if you really look at them if you really look at them you will you will notice that they're just floating you know what i'm saying and some of them are going slower and some of them are going faster yes, and then I you'll know notice that. that yeah and then you'll notice they don't really go anywhere they just keep they keep they keep floating off into somewhere that's because they're they are actually TR series craft that, that are that are floating around and they're everywhere and they're actually getting ready to do what is called the great intimidation where um they come uncloaked and that's part of that's going to be part of uh bringing us into um revealing us revealing the technology well i had um, one fly uncloaked over my house right over my house on march 2nd mm -hmm. i it was yeah they know they know they know they know who you are they know who you are it was exhilarating <laughs> because we only have talked about them and here i am finally like witnessing it like it just makes it real you know that was for you like i just i just want you to know that wasn't like it wasn't a, not aware of your presence like the, the crew that was on that which which they are they are they look like they are from the future like they look like they are super they are super soldiers on that because i've actually seen who is on those those ships and they're they're cloned out super soldiers. Mm. If they landed right now, if they came uncloaked, if one of those things came uncloaked, which, which I, I, uh, cause if you watch them at night, you will notice too, like the light patterns, though, they, they change around and they're not, they're not normal FAA regulation, definitely not normal plane lights. And, mm. so, but if one of those things did what it really could do, which right now I could, I could point one out to you in the sky right now, there's probably one flying over me right now. But if one of those things came like was literally like, OK, disclosure time, let's come unveiled. It would it would be like a huge light, an oscillating light. And then and then they would land and then literally super soldiers would get out of them and everyone would be scared shitless. Because when 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 the great intimidation happens, when 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 the event happens that we've all been waiting for, that we're getting prepared for, like when it does happen, it's going to be there's going to be four types of people. There's going to be. The people that are scared shitless, there's going to be, you know, the ones that are just like, oh, my God, you know, just freaking out, freaking out, because there's going to be so much stuff in the sky that they haven't seen um, that they're not aware of. And that that time is coming and there, there, there's going to be some some things coming in the sky. There already is, mm -hmm. um, you know, but there's there's going to be the people that are freaking out. Um, there's going to be the the worshippers, you know, all the church going people that are just like, you know, oh, my God, you know, you know, waiting for their savior and all that stuff. And then there are going to be like the intellectuals, um, the ones that are just like, I told you, I told you, you know, the ones that are just like, you know, I, 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 I told you all, you know, mm -hmm. and then and then there are going to be the ones that are just 
living with it, that are with it, you know, just with the moment prepared and, and ready for the integration of, of, of it all. So interesting. what do you think that's going to look like when, when that happens? Exactly. Do you have an idea of like what, what exactly, like, are you talking about a, the fake alien invasion kind of thing that a lot of people think? That's, that's, that's a good question. Actually... Yeah, that's a good question. Now, now that's a good question. And, and um, it's funny though, because I'm starting to like, like for the first time ever, I'm starting to like maybe get into things I don't want to say because I may affect some things, mm. but I'm, but I'm going to say it anyways, though, because it's what I feel. And, and I really do think that how they are going to, how, how they, the, the powers that are in charge right now, and actually the, the white hats, you know, the good guys, because the good guys are in charge because the, mm. the tribunals are going down, you know, people are resignating, everything's going down, like all the signs are there that yeah. this is happening. Georgia so the good guys, yeah, the good guys are, yeah, the Georgia Guidestones, you know, mm. like I definitely heard that that was like a directed energy weapon you know, that was underneath our control. Yeah. And right. so there's, there's so many things happening that are, that are indicating that we got this under control and, and, you know, not to be surprised about things that are happening, like surprising things. And, but one of the things I actually think that they may actually do uh, to, to, to introduce the technology into our society, you know what I'm saying? Because we have to be able to introduce our tech, the technology into society without, uh, totally destroying it because that's the point that we're at right now. And I know it's a fine line and stuff, but I think one of the, the things actually might be uh, is to have the fake alien invasion go on, but we're in charge of it. You know what I'm saying? They have laser, lasers and holograms. And I've actually had dreams of this timeline. I've actually had dreams of this. Really? You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I, I'm not like, I, I've been seeing into the future too. And I, and I had dreams about this because I remember looking up into my, in my dream. And I was, I'm actually in my dream. I'm actually in Arizona and I've been moving around and I'm actually back in Arizona now. So, so it's like, I, I think the time is definitely coming at hand where in my dream, I look up and I see, I see in the sky, like I literally see these um like huge tentacle alien looking things that are transparent. They, they, they look like um the things, the, the spirits, like in the final fantasy, the spirits within that, that movie, if you've seen that, they look like those, but they're up in the sky. And then, and then what I see is I actually see craft going around, darting around them. You know what I'm saying? Like fighting them. And um, so, so I see like literally the fake alien invasion. I literally see it. And then I'm looking up and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, dude, if you believe in God right now is the time, like right now is yeah. the time to believe in God. Cause this is crazy. And then, and then I get down back to this level and then I remember thinking, okay, it's time to get everything ready and prepared. You know what I'm saying? It's time to tell people, you know, just to stay inside, get prepared, you know, keep everybody calm, keep as calm as I can myself. And, and I think that time is definitely, definitely coming because right now there's so many craft flying around in the sky and, and people are actually waking up more and more every day to the craft. Like, you know, the people that are around me, they, they actually look up at the sky and they're like, what is that? Like, what is that? Like, mm -hmm. and, and they're, they're, they're flying around like they're, but it's part of the holographic reality because right. it's a hologram being projected like it's a plane. That, like, that's not a plane with 200 people on it. That's a TR series craft with like five people on it, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. I've seen that the planes that just don't even look like they have a propulsion. They're just like kind of floating along. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, that's, I've seen that, that's anti-gravity. That's the anti-gravity that you are aware of, though, because if you actually sit there and look at it, you will see something. Right. That you, you well, I seen. took a video of it because it was I, I knew. Well, I had just seen an actual like disc. Um, it was literally spinning above my house and reflecting. This was like a couple of weeks ago. And like I was like staring at it and I was like totally hypnotized by it. And I saw this like time yeah. tunnel thing and and I felt like I was just frozen. And after it disappeared. Uh, this plane came by and I'm like, that is the slowest moving plane I've ever seen. And yep. it was almost like it was monitoring the situation. I don't know. That but, definitely sounds like a targeted individual. You sound like a targeted individual. <laughs> well, I mean, aren't we all? It isn't the entire planet. But that's 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 what happens. You know, something extraordinary happens and then they come by and monitor and then do do weapon people and spray chemtrails like like uh, th- like I have a lot of extraordinary experiences with like amazing like the Palladians, Victorians, like seeing orbs, seeing like amazing things in the sky. Like I-, I I have this one video that's amazing where I literally film this ball of light in the sky and it goes all around. And then it literally I say go left, and then before I say go left, it moves and goes left. Like it's telepathic. Like and um, they 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 are monitoring us because of of. Of, of who we are and, and who we're connected with. Like, right. that's why we're monitored. That's why we're targeted individuals. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and because we actually belong to the future, like that's, that's the thing. That's what my, my mentors always said. Uh, if you belong to the beat, if you belong to the future, you will be preserved. You know, you will be preserved. That's why um, it was important. Like, like with Donald Trump, like I'll bring up Donald Trump right now. Cause that's going to, that's a very important topic to talk about. Um, you know, and which I have a lot of lot to do with Donald Trump. Um, but like with Donald Trump, like before, like Donald Trump even started, you know, making all the changes he, he was making for the better, like making America great again. My, my mentor Ramtha said that he was going to save the world, you know, and he, so he already knew about Donald Trump's presidency and its, and its significance before, you know, everything started happening. And um, I actually remember having um, meetings with Donald Trump. I actually remember being in meetings with Donald Trump where we're, t- we're actually talking about um, uh, the Q map that's actually done by Dylan Lewis Monroe. Right. Yeah. It's Q map. Oh, yeah. that, that is the, you know, all of his information is the most important information that there is by far. And I, I remember that we were talking about it in this meeting because we were talking about that topic, like how that was a key component to getting without disclosure. And I remember him take him telling me like the way they talk is different. Like, I remember him showing me map, him map, me, him the, me the map, and then I remember him saying, "Take the stage now. It's time for you to take the stage." And um, and actually, I, I I remember dreaming about that map, and then I came across it the next day. I didn't even know about the map until the next really? day. Yeah, and then I came across it the next day, and and then I actually met Dylan Lewis Monroe. Um, but uh, basically, like with Donald Trump, um. I, I remember memories too, where I was in Air Force One with him and I, I asked him, I'm like, do you know about super soldiers like that? That was, that was what I asked him, like, because I just wanted answers. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and that, that right there, actually that right there, that experience was the most answerful experience that I could have asked for. Um, because he, he did say he, he, he's, he's like, do not tread where you don't belong is what he said to me. But that was that was definitely a confirmation because, um, you know, in the intelligence community, they 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 use language that's different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just just like actually when I met Lincoln Clay too, 
like he he was using very like he was kind of beating around the bush and stuff like that about who he was but he used language um that was that was an extraordinary experience too that i could go upon too um right really yeah i'm curious about lincoln clay because i had a i had an experience with johan fritz one time and a black gentleman and when i shared it with him uh immediately he's like lincoln clay and i'm like i i didn't know who that was and then now yeah. you're mentioned. I've never actually done any research into who he was, and now you're mentioning him. I, I I saw that. I saw that. I saw that interview. And um, I'm just you know I just because it's important to me to just tell this story real quick because it's it's pretty important because it's a real testimony of what happened to me. And um, you know, I I I talked to Peter, and I just you know in this in this in this you just want to know if you're going to be approached. You know when you're going to be approached. You just want to know when they're coming to 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 get you or when when something's going to happen. And, um, it was, it was about 2018, I think it was, or 2019, uh, that I asked Peter, I'm like, uh, Peter, I'm like, when am uh, am I going to be approached by somebody soon about this? You know, like, and I didn't mean like the government TI people. I meant like somebody good, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, um, he said, yes, he's like, you will be approached by Lincoln Clay. Um, and in two months was what he told me two months. And um, that's when I learned about Lincoln Clay and I learned about the video game Mafia 3. And in that video game, um, he's it, the whole premise of the game is taking out crime mobs. You know what I'm saying? Which is which is that's that's exactly like what we're doing, you know, in, in, in the missions that we're doing is we're taking out crime mobs. And uh, basically what happened was um, I was I was walking down um, this pathway one day. And um, I, I see this man, and, and this is in the middle of a, of a town full of probably like 2,000 people, not very many people. Um, and, and I walk this path every day, and I go up into the forest, and I spend, I spend all my time alone. I, like, I'm, I, am, I spend all my time alone. Um, and um, this man is standing there, and he's in this green, this green sweatshirt. And, um, you know, I, I was going to walk right past him. And he's, he's, he's a black man and he had sunglasses on and then he turns around to me and he's like, Hey, and he, he approached me and he's like, Hey, are, are you that fighter? And I'm like, um, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I fight, you know? And he's like, yeah, he's like, I, I think I've seen you fight. You're, you know, you're pretty good. I'm looking forward to seeing you again and stuff. And I, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, thank you. You know, I'm like, so, you know, what's, what, what are you up to? You know, what, what are you up to? What are you doing here? And he's like, yeah, I just got off of here um, out of deployment. And he's wearing a Marine Corps sweatshirt. And um, I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, that's that's nice. And I just kind of carried on a little conversation with him. And then I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'll see you later. And I I, I went on my way and uh, he came up to me and he, he just, you know, he insisted, he always insisted to come back up to me again. And then he shook, stuck it out of his hand and he's like, hey, by the way, my name's Jay. Um, and he shook my hand, which is like, you know, Lincoln Clay, like pretty much Jay is pretty much like Lincoln Clay. He didn't say he was Lincoln Clay, but he 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 pretty much did, and that was that was me being approached by Lincoln Clay, and I was just like, whoa, man! I mean, that that was when I was like, whoa, this is all really, really, really real, you know? Because I'm getting approached by video game characters now. I'm like, okay, what I thought, I'm like, what I thought was what I thought was was not. Now now I'm gonna, you know, just just re refigure my reality around like around about a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, just keep keep going down the rabbit hole. But that, yeah, that's what happened. So, what are your thoughts on uh, going back to the current events right now? You know, you were talking about Trump, 
And obviously there's, you know, the whole Q operation, but what are your thoughts on Biden and the jab and all this stuff happening? Like, is it just a catalyst to? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. It's a catalyst, man. Like it's very clear. It's a catalyst. It's a, it's very clear. Cause even my, 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 uh, my mentor in Rompta school said people will rise up, you know, he, and he was talking about that time now. And this is our time to rise America rising up against, you know, gas prices are crazy. People getting jabs and stuff. It's like they're, they're letting Joe Biden in so that we actually rise up out of the mind control that we're in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's going to take something like this to, to get us to rise up out of this for ourselves. So it's really what's happening is actually for our own good, but, but just being aware of it is, is part like not being aware of it. I, I would, if I wasn't aware of all this, I, I don't know what I would think, you know, like, like, but, uh, but, 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 but this is the, the path to justice and freedom is, is our awakening. And you know what it's you know, doing real quick. It's getting us to step into our own sovereignty. It's forcing us to step into our own sovereignty rather than kind of like unconsciously living, relying on all these external things to take care of us and, just kind of sleepwalking through life. It's like waking us up and then it's getting us to take our power back and be like, this is the reality we want to create. Like we're stepping into that now. It's mm -hmm. forcing us to, you know. Right. But the people that are ready, like there's a split too, because there's the people that are digging in deeper into the fear and the matrix. And then there's people like us that are like stepping up into that. Um, yeah, and I think those people, I, I just, you know, those people will disappear. You know what I'm saying? I think we're just going mm -hmm. to different places and you said it, you yeah. really did. Say it. You said it perfectly. Like we, like it, you, like in my heart, I can, I, I resonate with you, you know, um, mm -hmm. it, it's getting us to wake up and, and question, question everything. Yes. You know what I'm saying? To do the one, yeah. The one thing that, that we need to do is just question everything, which is what the fuck is going on here, you know, right. with all this. And um, so, so, you know, Trump's coming back into office. And I think that, you know, this, this little, this little getting through this will bring back in Trump. And then I think that 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 will be us making it through, you know, all this ins insanity. And then we will see we will see stuff with Trump. You know, we will see the world that we 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 want with Trump. And right. Well, we're at the precipice right now of like the insanity or whatever. I mean, it's, it's it is the press. It's very much the precipice. Yeah, I mean, they're they, they're doing everything like everything they they can. And but they the thing is is they don't have control of the. Uh, of the uh of the of project Bluebeam and stuff like that anymore so um i i think that that can be used for a positive purpose you know what i'm saying um instead of a negative purpose because the one timeline we were on with like hillary clinton and stuff martial law was instilled but like not for the good reasons like right. for, for for locking everybody down but now this other timeline we're in martial law can be instilled like for the good reasons you know like getting everybody like because if martial law is instilled yeah. not to, not to misunderstand it like it's for our, our good because the military is actually what I, what I know is, 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 is on our side, even though it may not seem like it, they actually jump side to Trump's side. Um, when they found out about all the cabal and all the stuff that Hillary Clinton did and Podesta and all them, all the pre like all the secret societies, uh, when, when all the information was revealed to the military, that's when the white hats became, and they actually jumped ship to Trump's side, the alliance. Right. And I think mm -hmm. it's, it's important to note because whenever we talk about Trump, certainly there will be a thousand percent guaranteed people triggered in the comment section of this video Every and time. not even, and, and very angry comments, you know, and they, 
you know, they they get mad because Trump's not our savior, which is a good point. How can you possibly think Trump is a good guy? He's not. <laughs> he, he's not our savior, but he's he not said a- grab. He said he said grab him in the pussy. You know, he he does piss people off. I, right. I will say that he knows right. how to piss people off. So, mm-hmm. but, me- but the thing is, is though, is, is he's pissing. He 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 is pissing. He's doing that for a reason. You but know, I want to finish my thought real quick. Yeah. So he's, he's not like he's not our savior. Like obviously we are the savior. Like we're doing this ourselves. But what happens whenever you have, let's just say a white hat, somebody benevolent, um, in power, in a position of power, like he gets to, he's no longer in the way. Right, now we don't have somebody in the way, like Joe Biden. Like it's there, but he's in the way of the military. You know, anything they're trying to do, we have this. Biden and that whole administration uh, basically in the way. And now we have Trump. If he is placed there, he's he's in a position now where the military can do what they want and what they need to do without any resistance and pushback from this freaking bullshit clown show, you know? Yep. Yeah, no, that's that's perfect. And I, I know they have a plan, you know, and it, and it is unraveling. Um, you know, and 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 knowing knowing the plan is, you know, Q is part of it. You know, and you you just you do see right now, like on on TV on the on the media, they're talking about Trump and how he was involved in the January sixth, you know, right of the of the of the White House, and it's like, yeah, he was. You know what I'm saying? He was definitely involved in it. You know, he was definitely supportive of it. You know, and um, but but the media is still is still spinning things. They're they're allowing the media to to spin things a certain way mm-hmm. as to not cause panic in 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 society, but um, I believe that there's going to be a time that we come upon where the media is going to be taken over and they're going to present people with the real information, as well as there's going to be a showing of uh, technology in the sky. And it's going to happen in a, in the manner that they're unfolding it. And it's obviously all not going to happen at once because that would be too much. But um, I, I, I do know that um, they're letting everything unfold like uh, they're, they're probably going to do the tribunal announce announcement. Um, I think that will be one of the first things that that they uh, have have attention to is like uh, like you know uh, the people that that the, that that will be the surprising thing for people. The first surprising thing will like, be like people in politics um, being mm-hmm. taken down, like Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and all that. I think they'll let out that information first um, for for us to digest. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna right. be it's gonna be a, something. And a lot of that information is already there. It's available, but people don't believe it. They don't know where to look. It's being suppressed. Uh, obviously, we understand this because we've been covering it for so many years. Uh, but it would be really, it would be refreshing to to get it uh, acknowledged on the public stage, so we don't have to keep sit here and just fight every day. You know, I mean, I mean, I really, I really, I, I, who knows, you know, how they're going to do it, but I, I do see like maybe you know, a fake alien invasion happening and everybody being in their house and, 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 you know, them taking control of the airways and martial law, you know, kind of being instilled to, to keep everybody safe. And then them broadcasting like the truth out on the airway, like that, mm-hmm. that being one, that being one way of, of uh, them being able to I'm doing it. Enlighten I'm, people, you know? I'm open to any possible timeline. You know, I don't know. We've heard this narrative for quite a few years now and still really, obviously it's happening behind the scenes, but like these big public events, like we haven't really gotten many of those. So I'm, I just hold space for anything to happen. You know, I don't, I think, I think it's going to be a, just kind of like a slow one by one awakening. And there's, then there's going to be like a, a global consciousness awakening everything at the same time, because 
it will be like everybody's going to see something at the same time. And, and we all know something together at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so it, it, it will be like one light at a time, like lighting up, like every, like, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? You know, and everybody at the same time, you know, don't, there's a reason why they released the movie. Don't look up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like, they actually don't want people, they actually don't want people to look up right now. And if people did look up, They'd be seeing things that they've never seen before. And I actually do know that Nibiru is on its way. I've seen, I've seen Nibiru. I've seen Nibiru in my dreams. I know about its uh, 3,600 year elliptical orbit, you know, and, and it does come because I've actually had memories of it, of its passing. Like I'm, I'm actually not sure, like, cause these could be reincarnation memories, past life memories, and these could be future memories too. But I actually remember memories of seeing in the sky, of just a giant ball in the sky. And, and and each each time it's getting closer. And then I actually remember seeing another memory where it's literally right next to us. Like, and they actually call this, you know, they, they refer it to in the Marvel movies too, as the convergence too. And they do show a good picture of that too, because they show like literally an earth in the sky. And that's what I was seeing. Like I, I remember seeing Nibiru and I remember looking at Nibiru and I remember just seeing this very like super technologically advanced um, surface of it like it was super and i remember looking in the sky and it was it was it was far as my eye could see the, the, you, the sky and then i remember the memory of it going of it passing right mm. Have um, you, I, I, wow. yeah are you familiar with any of the billy woodard i think it's woodard uh interviews the hollow earth guy um from like 2012 he 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 has an incredible test testimony he was uh um, born in hollow earth and then brought to the surface and put through military fast track through the military uh, to become a liaison for the government for the for the inner earth groups and the government and anyway long story short he talks about nibiru um from the hollow earth perspective they it's not nibiru it's lemur or lemur which is where the original lemurians came from and he said that's the actual planet name i don't care what they try and tell you on the surface he said that's where and they and he told the, the he had all this information about the planet what it looked like what was happening on that planet you know all these details wow that's that's amazing though um right. because you know, i i know i have a uh, lumerian soul because my my mentor Ramtha, you know teaches about Lumer lumeria in in yeah. And so that resonates with me like that. That's something that I haven't heard before, you know, and I've always wanted to go home, you know, had this feeling of just wanting to go home. Right. And if home's coming get back, you know, that's that's yeah. that's fun with me, too, you know, so. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't you know, it's the, the, those are some old interviews, but they're fascinating. I don't know if anybody's seen them, but uh, man, we've been going for a little bit now. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to touch on before we start wrapping this up? Oh man, no, man. It's, it's just like, it's good to get this uh, platform to talk because actually the truth is, is mo the more I talk, the more comes out, you know, and even, you know, the, the interrogators know that too, the CIA interrogator, the more you talk, the more comes out. Um, but uh, I, I just, I appreciate um, you guys giving me the chance to just talk and talk about what's happening and, and the truth um, because it's the most important thing going on right now. And um, I, I know that um, we're making a difference, um, you know, talking about this because, you know, us gathering the community together, um, you know, the disclosure community uh, kind of got broken up a little bit by COVID, you know, COVID definitely, uh, you know, the disclosure community kind of, kind of, kind of got 
affected by that. Um, but mm-hmm. it's our, you know, it's our 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 duty really to carry on the the role of disclosure and be, uh, you know, informing people. And the more lights we light, the better. So, um, uh, you know, the mission continues. Right. Right. Yep. Well, thank you. Thanks. And we're glad to have you, man. And appreciate you coming yeah. on and sharing your story and, and getting a chance to just, you know, get all that stuff off your chest, get it out there because uh, the it feels more good, man. Dude, it feels right. so, it feels so good. It's like healing for me to do too, because, um, you know, this is not being able to talk about something is, is hard on you. And I can only imagine like, uh, my grandpa dying, you know, not being able to talk about what he worked on. You know, he, he actually died, you know, uh, signing an non-disclosure agreement. Like a lot of these people die not being able to talk about, you know, their truth or what they've been involved in. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad to get the, the opportunity. Thank you. Of course, man. We're, and we're yeah. glad to have you. Thank you so um, much, man. This has been incredible. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and moving forward, uh, it's just, you know, you guys, you guys have a, you guys have an amazing show. Like, I have known about you guys and I see what you guys are doing and you guys are bringing everybody together. You know what I'm saying? Which is, which is what, what, what we, what we should be focused on, you know, and not because I know there's, you know, a little, you know, everybody's got a little piece of information, but you know, we, we, we need to not be parochial, which means like, you know, only, only take one side of information. Like the key to gathering information is taking it all in. So you guys do a good job of doing, of bringing everyone together. Right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank and then obviously we know what we, we know the situation. We know the drama, the infiltrators, the, mm. and just the, the shakiness of everything right now in general, uh, it gets confusing. So, you know, our main goal is to just try and be that place uh, of neutrality and just like a voice of reason throughout these times of chaos, you know, and, and whatever that looks like, we're just, we're here just trying to play our part. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're all we're we're all playing our part. Uh, actually, this is the the divine RPG. You know what I'm saying? It's divine, <laughs> right. divine role playing game. Like you know, you you can level exactly. up. You can level up. The more you you know, spend time doing something and focus on something, you can level up. Um, it's a divine. It's an RPG, and like either you can be a character or you can be a, a non playable character. You know, and 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 that's because yeah. you're you're either serving you know the the light side, the good side, working for the good you're serving the dark side, the bad side, or you're in the middle, not doing anything. Right. And you, you know, so, so doing something is, is better than doing nothing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And get out in nature, spend some time out in nature. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's key too, man. Nature heals you like the cities. I just read like smart cities are actually called smart cities because they don't want to call them concentration camps. Right. <laughs> I actually, I, I resonate with it. Cause I'm like, dude, this is like, this is like a concentration camp in the cities. And the, the the natures are the nature is just so healing. Like you go out to nature, you just instantly feel better. So right, I agree. Yeah, cities are unfortunately a lot of people live in cities, but I, I don't I don't resonate. I can't, I could never live in a big city. And I've talked about this on this show before, but the, the whole concept of a skyscraper, right? It represents the class system, and you know the bottom is the the poor people. Then then you have the middle class, and you have the penthouse, which is the upper class, mm-hmm. and it's designed to represent society. And you can only have you can only go to the penthouse if you're rich or if you have money or if you know somebody, if you're in the know. Uh, but think about think about the purpose of a skyscraper. Like it's so anti-life. Like what can Mother Earth provide for you when you're a hundred stories in the air? It doesn't make any sense to be living that far away from the surface. And surrounded by concrete 
and just and un, all these unnatural and things every individual together in this little yeah yeah and every individual unit has its own it has its own wi-fi router and it's just all these scrambled frequencies and chaos it's all designed to keep yep. you away from ever finding out what it means to be human you know my, my, my mentor said uh get out of the cities you know um, right yeah just just to be it's aware good. is good but but uh yeah i just i i appreciate the conversation and it's good to to share yeah. right you know like with like minds because um you know, it's, it's us, it's, us. We're, we're the tipping point, you know, we, 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 we were the tipping point of the scales. Mm -hmm. So, right. And that's yeah. no, I'm not dissing anybody who lives in the city because everybody is in a place specifically to anchor their light during these times. And if you also I, me, me too, me too, I, me, me too, I, same thing with me too, but you know, we, yes, I, cities are all right too. Right. But we're it, going it's just, back to your, your personally, it, it's all about you. It's all about your, your aura. Yeah. And, and your energy, you know, I'm saying where you are. So, right. But in the future, even when, you know, when there'll still be cities, but it'll be, we'll be closer to nature. It'll be in harmony with nature. It'll be right. in tune with us. It, right now it's all disconnected from all that with the cities we have now. And it's, and it's done that on purpose. It's that for a reason. Right. So well, right now it's like, I want to get closer to nature as much as possible right now get away from all that and the healing energy of it. Like you said, and, that's where that's kind of the direction we're we're moving in general right now right and, uh yeah that's where right we're uh, and uh billy woodard woodward or woodard whatever the hell his last name is in his interview to explain hollow earth there um everything is like everything is floating and hovering uh and they mm -hmm. have platforms that they like cruise around on because they don't they're so in in uh harmony with nature they don't even walk on the ground they don't even want to like disturb smash the, disturb the ground yeah so i mean in certain areas they do but it's very much designed so you don't have to harm nature at all and it's just it's completely it's different system harmony with nature exactly right we're on. yeah like uh, my mentor said um you know his people grow their ships you know while while we build them and we try you know because they right. just grow they're at that level so we we, we need to you know, graduate out of a type zero uh, civilization into the next level, you know, type right, yeah. one, you know, we're, 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 we're experiencing that. Right. Ex yep. Exactly. Um, do you have any links or information you'd like to share? Uh, oh yeah. 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 Um, you know, uh, I can be uh, contacted on Facebook on an underneath my name, Anthony Zender. Um, I have a email it's um, Anthony um it's anthony kaminsky three at gmail.com and um i have a website it's https colon slash slash a z one two five c a m p dot wix site dot com and um you know i just i i i do uh i actually i i do tarot readings and um i have uh information if anyone wants to do a little exchange, we can do that. And um, I, I just keep my information updated all the time. I'm constantly working on, um, you know, my my work and and updating my site and keeping everything updated. Um, That's great. I, I, yeah. And we'll have those links in the description. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, man. This has been great. Really enjoyed this. Uh, thank you, man. Yeah, this has been awesome. Thank you to all the listeners and everybody who supports us right now. We love you all. Can't do this without you. Um, 
we yeah. we are gonna get through this. We are gonna get this th- through this together, um, because together we are more. You know, together we are more. And uh, you know, just today, you know, we're 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 making connections. So absolutely, I agree. Absolutely, I agree. All right. Well, we'll just go ahead and end on that. Um, good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, have a great evening. Bye.